Hi, this is Ronnie Ann Ryan, intuitive coach, and welcome to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. In this show, we'll talk about mystical methods, spiritual practices, and magic to grow spiritually, live well, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, connect with spirit, and embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please rate it or write a review and subscribe and share it with a friend. May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. Is peace a spiritual practice? And if it is... How are inner peace and world peace connected? That's the topic for this week's episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. Before I introduce my guest, I just want to spend a little time talking about peace, inner peace, and peace as a spiritual practice. I've been doing some research about peace because I'm not sure I know that much about it. I've started volunteering for this organization that's promoting world peace, and I thought I should get educated First, I looked up, is peace a spiritual practice? Turns out, yes, it is. There are many benefits to this kind of spiritual practice, bringing you more serenity and equanimity, which means a calm and composed state of mind, even in the face of upheaval. That would be nice to have, to be calm during upheaval. A lot less stress that way, right? So peace is also quiet time, right? You can get to a peaceful place by creating inner quiet meditation and connecting to spirit. And all of that inner peace actually affects world peace. Because when you are in a more peaceful inner state, when you're in a state of well-being and calm, then you're not as combative automatically. You're not as interested in getting out of that peaceful frame of mind. The idea is that peace is worth keeping, right? It's more likely that it will create peace around you. When you are in a peaceful state, your vibration is higher and that affects other people like that idea of the classic pebble dropping into still water and creating ripples that move out. That's absolutely true of the frequency of peace. It does affect the people around you just as when you're agitated or angry, that affects the people around you too. So when you think about it like that, you'd want to create a peaceful environment in your home so that you can be peaceful with the other people that you share the space with. Personally, I know I chose my husband because we had peaceful time together and that was never one of my goals. It was never on my list. But when I met him, my time with him was peaceful. And since I had never been in that place before, I recognized how much I liked it. That was a main contributing factor to me feeling a lot of attraction for him. I mean, he's also fun and silly and has a sense of humor. But anyway, back to peace. So peace is a spiritual practice. It can come in other forms too. You might decide what you watch on TV based on wanting to keep a peaceful mindset. So you might choose not to watch things that are violent. You might choose not to watch the news and be bombarded by that kind of negativity. I don't watch the news, almost never. Sometimes when we turn the TV on, it comes on because of the way the cable's set up, but we rarely stay there. But that's a personal preference that I choose for my own sense of inner peace. Of course, I realize that your everyday life might not be filled with peace, 
because you might be running around, doing a million things, dragging your kids places, getting a ton of work done, doing household chores, going to the grocery store, cooking, shopping, laundry. And so your pace of life might be a little crazed. It's understandable how that is. But what if you could find ways to make your day just a little bit more peaceful? Because remember, the increments could be tiny and still have great impact on how you feel. You might take one moment just to breathe calmly. Inhale for five, exhale for five, hold for five, and start again. You might take one minute to ponder or wonder or marvel about the universe and the stars and the planets and the Milky Way. Or you might take one minute to look at how the leaves grow on a tree and how does the tree know how many leaves that it needs and how do they all know to grow at the same time and how do they know what color to be. So you can look at flowers and how they're constructed and marvel over all their intricacies and beauty. This is mindfulness practice, but that can absolutely lead to more peace in your life, even one minute at a time. Anything that makes you feel more serene can be really helpful in a crazy life, right? If you're slipping in a few minutes of peace here and there could make a big difference. And you might be surprised at how that improves your stamina and allows you to sustain your work and your effort when you take these little moments for peace. Maybe it's your first cup of coffee or tea in the morning where you're not looking at your phone or looking at the news, but you're just holding the cup, putting your intentions and good vibes into that cup, sending some love into that cup and your affirmations and then drinking all of those intentions and affirmations and good vibes and thoughts and just spend one minute doing that or maybe you drink the whole cup that way. Whatever you do to be present, to be mindful, will help bring you peace. Isn't that a nice benefit? It costs nothing, doesn't have to take long, and you can do it anytime, anywhere to just do a little breathing or picture yourself in one of those peaceful places like maybe you love the mountains or the beach or being near a river. Whatever that calm, peaceful place is for you, take a trip there in your mind for one minute. That's another great way to find more inner peace. So just remember that your inner state can be a reflection of your outer state, but you can build a better inner state and that will affect your outer world. I just want to encourage you to think about your own personal peace, your inner peace. And when you come to a greater place of peace, you actually are affecting the world because that peaceful vibration does move out into the world and affect other people. So world peace actually begins with your own inner peace. It begins with the individual. And of course, there are a lot of efforts that need to be made in the world on the outside as well, but you can do your part by simply increasing your own inner peace and that feels really empowering to me so I wanted to share this foundation with you before I launch into the podcast um, with my fabulous guest and I hope this gives you some pause to think about inner peace for yourself and then enjoy this great interview about how this woman is working to create her vision of world peace it's really marvelous on this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Marbeth Dunn. She's a spiritual teacher, has been doing this work for over 35 years. She also works as an intuitive energy management specialist 
and Miracles Mentor, and she supports highly sensitive, empathic professionals to help them manage their energy so they can ditch the drama and live happy, peaceful, prosperous lives. Her holistic approach incorporates energy healing, spiritual principles, empowerment training, mind expansion, and much more. She provides individual and group counseling for those who may benefit from energy management. Marbeth is an award-winning creator of the World Miracle Peace Experiment, which reduced violence in the Middle East by 20% in 2018, according to the ACLED. Her work has been featured on television networks, including Fox, NBC, CBS, and The CW. Welcome, Marbeth. Hi. Hi, Ronnie. I'm so glad to be here. I'm very excited. I started working with Marbeth in a small way. I'm doing some writing for her because I want to support what she's working on, bringing more peace to the world. That's quite an undertaking, I must say. How did you ever get into this peace idea? Well, it it all started, I guess, around 40 years ago. (laughs) I was living in Haiti. I was Marbeth of Haiti. I was a painter and artist, and I was in a really difficult marriage. I was sick. We were going through several uh, coup d'etats in Haiti. (laughs) What's a coup d'etat, just in case? That's a government overthrow. Oh, my gosh. One of them, like you know, one after another in Haiti after uh, Jean-Claude Duvalier was ousted. And, you know, I had a couple of shops at the beach. I was dependent on tourism. There were no tourists. It was a very weird time. And I was in a very difficult place. But I discovered A Course in Miracles, and it totally transformed my life. Miracles started happening. And the whole premise of A Course in Miracles is that you can only connect to God, source. I won't say the universe because the universe is not big enough. (laughs) Okay. But the only way that you can connect is by being peaceful. So peace is one of my very highest values, if not the highest value. Because of my experience there, where I was riding Spirit's coattails, everything transformed in my life. My relationship just transformed. It blossomed for a few years. There were some irreconcilable differences, but for about five or six years, it transformed. We reaffirmed our marriage vows and had another child. My health improved dramatically. Business improved, even though there were no tourists. I had people show up on my doorstep from France and I lived out in the country. It was not easy to find me, but these people from France showed up on my doorstep and they commissioned color note cards, which had never been made in Haiti before. And then they said they did not need them to be exclusive and I could print as many as I wanted. Yeah. So everything just my motto, everything always goes right for me. Everything miraculously turned around and started going right in just amazing ways. From then on, (laughs) I have been very concerned with personal peace. And in 2018, I woke one morning and I heard, you're going to do a peace meditation, a daily peace meditation. You're going to start in two weeks. And I said, really? Two weeks? Can you give me a little longer? Nope. It's got to start in two weeks. I did it and it turned into my very first Facebook Live. I'd never done one before. I was anticipating of doing daily seven-minute meditations over my conference line. Ah. God had another mission and sent me off on Facebook Live. We would have maybe 50, maybe 100 people on the call. 
it wasn't huge. We had people from Japan. We had people from Australia. And if they couldn't be live, the intention was there so that the power of these meditations would build. And what we did is we went into the field. Lynn, Ta Lynn McTaggart talks about the field. I was basing this experiment on the work of Dr. John Hagelin, who is the head of the Transcendental Meditation Organization. And he had conducted experiments in many different cities, different parts of the world, where he would bring in meditators, just people who would do transcendental meditation, and the violence would just drop. So that I, happened, let me just interrupt. They physically brought them to an area and yes. they would meditate and that just rippled out and affected the population in the area. For example, there was one that he did in Washington, D.C. It was measurable. They were able to see, oh yeah, the level of violence dropped. You know? Isn't that incredible? Our minds are all joined. We're all one. It doesn't seem that way because we're we're wearing these solid bodies or seemingly solid bodies. But if you actually look at these bodies, we're composed of atoms, right? Right. Atoms are basically space. Right. So if you took all the matter of all of the atoms in our body and condensed it, it would be about the size of an apple seed. No way. Yeah. We're basically energy. We're energy beings. Oh, I have to show you something very cool. Mm -hmm. We're electric. Look at that. Oh, we're energy. So I should have told you that my podcast is audio, but okay. I just want to explain what you're holding. Marbeth is holding a one inch diameter tube. And if she held one end or the other end, the contents inside started lighting up and flashing. So that was pretty amazing. <laughs> Just from holding it, that shows the electricity and the energy that you have within you. So I knew you were very powerful anyway, but. Well, it would work for you too. <laughs> <laughs> he did these experiments. Yes, he, he did one in Israel during the war in Lebanon. And again, fatalities drop, levels of violence drop dramatically, but he brought the people there, you yeah. see. So my vision, because I'd also read some of Lynn McTaggart, you know, and her work with the field, I knew that there's a field around my work with A Course in Miracles. I know that minds are joined and that I could focus people seven minutes a day. It wasn't a lot into this field of love and peace and miracles. And I focused on the Middle East because I knew that we could get in independent statistics, which I found from the ACLED. They had no idea who I was. They still don't. I've never reached out to them. <laughs> I found their statistics on the web and it blew me away because you just don't know when you're doing an experiment, you're not, you're not doing it with a set outcome in mind. I would just watch these statistics and I led the meditation myself daily for a month. And that's a big commitment, you know, to do something every day. It sure it is. Eventually, I brought in other people because I wanted to continue the experiment. A couple of days a week, I would have other people leading the experiment. The key was all the minds would be joined in the field, and then we would focus on the Middle East and the rest of the planet. So after six months, I was going to be moving, but I was also guided. This is the time you need to stop. And the level of violence had significantly dropped 20%. And I kept wanting to redo this experiment because peace, as I said, is one of my highest values. However, I couldn't because it wasn't the right time. I wasn't feeling it. 
about, well, in, actually February 6th, we know the date. I was on my friend, uh, Terry Angel has a podcast, the Pea Podcast, because we're all peas in a pod. <laughs> and uh, she had another guest who has a former diplomat from Australia who was working for nuclear disarmament. And when she heard about my peace project in 2018, she said, you should do it again for world leaders. Terry and I looked at each other and said, yes, let's do it. But she's very much also motivated to create world peace. And then we brought in another partner, Maureen Whitehouse. And three of us are all teachers of A Course in Miracles. Maureen taught at Harvard Divinity School. And she's wow, that's quite, quite, a quite awesome. Yeah. Three of us have created 10 million for world peace. That's your new movement. Our new movement. Absolutely. And then you just brought an, some fascinating information. Yeah. In let's talk about that. Yeah, so, that's amazing. I was really surprised. So I'm just watching a YouTube video that somebody sent me. It had nothing to do with you or this project, but somebody sent me a YouTube video where Dolores Cannon, who is famous for doing super in-depth past life regression, and one of her students happened to be a student of Nostradamus. And through her, during this regression, Nostradamus says, hey, I want to talk to Dolores Cannon. So through other people, they had multiple conversations. And she wrote three books about Nostradamus that I have not read. But what stood out and related to your peace project was that he said a lot of his predictions were misunderstood and that he was a believer in peace and that we are not puppets just having our strings pulled, but we can create peace in the world, peace and harmony. And he talked about how the power of one mind is so vast that when you bring them together with other minds it's incredible and so if you get 10 people to meditate for peace it's really the value of 10 times 10 or 100 people so with 10 million it was 100 million 10 times that 10 is 100 it was exponential yes exponential it's exponential yeah so so 10 times 10 10 times 10 so that means it's 100 million that's crazy you know 100 million people i mean there are billions of people in the world but 100 million people is still quite a bit so i was very excited and that's what i wrote about for you that we have the power and when we come together we are so much stronger and that was so exciting to me so that's posted on the website, 10 million for peace. And it'll all be in the show notes. So not to worry, but you spell out everything. T-E-N is the beginning of it. It's very exciting. And here's the plan right now. We are gathering 10 million people together for September 1st, when we will have uh, 21 days leading to World Peace Day of daily meditation. So it'll be 21 days to world peace with 10 million people. Now, here's the thing. There's a spiritual law that giving and receiving are the same. When you are sending love and peace and blessings to someone else, you're also receiving it. You're receiving everything that you're giving. Huh. I don't know if I've ever heard it said like that, but that's quite a big statement and mm -hmm. could be a motivating factor, right? Like whatever you give, you get. Well, actually, I did hear from people from the last experiment that their lives had transformed because they were so much more peaceful. Just that seven minute daily meditation had transformed their lives. They were feeling more peaceful. 
and they definitely felt a shift. That's so exciting. And there's a lot of strife in the world right now. But, you know, for me, I have a manifesting group called Manifesting Power Hour. And we only do one minute, but we do one minute of peace for Ukraine. And we've been doing it for over two years. We're trying to do our part to help settle that down. But there are a lot of hot spots in the world that could use a little peace right now, right? And even for people who aren't at war, we could still use a little peace, right? So many people talk about anxiety. And when you're filled with anxiety, then your cortisol levels are up and that's an unhealthy place to be. And you could gain weight and you feel stressed and you can't sleep. And peace in general, whether there's war or not, is a really good thing. So this is very exciting and quite an experiment. It is an amazing experiment and just growing and growing. We're about to start our own podcast, Imagine Peace. Love it. <laughs> Love the song. And I noticed that that Yoko Ono actually has a website, Imagine Peace. Oh, wow. That makes sense, right? Totally. You know what? I want to digress for a minute. Sure. I want to ask you about fingerprints. Oh, yes. We were so talking. About this. Yeah. So you told me you had your fingerprints read, like a fingerprint reading. I never heard of such a thing, but tell I me had, what that was I, about. I went to my old Reiki master, and I'm certified in a lot of different modalities. And the first one was Reiki. And I went to a psychic fair at their center. And there was a woman who read fingerprints. So oh. she read mine and she said that mine were, she labeled me as peace. She said it was very unusual for people to have the piece fingerprints, but I have them. So Wow. Well, I guess that's not surprising that you're on a mission and yeah. coded right into your DNA and your fingerprints. That is pretty amazing. I don't know what they'd say about mine. Probably I, I don't we won't even talk about it. But anyway, another thing that I'm really curious about is Miracle Mama. So what's that about? Okay. So I was labeled the miracle mama for, for years, just because I'm all about miracles. And as I told you, it started 40 years ago in Haiti or almost, but I'm all about miracles because I've experienced so many in my life. And there are formulas basically for being in miracle readiness. The first one is being peaceful. Well, how are you peaceful when you've got all this stuff? And I find that people have, I'm also an empath and an intuitive. So as I know you are too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there are a lot of us, we're very sensitive. And, and because minds are joined, you know, somehow we pick up the energy of other people as well. Yeah. And I know like I could be working with somebody in Australia or Saudi Arabia, because I have, and I can feel where they're holding their their stuff. That's the um, technical term. And I know because I'm an intuitive, I can I can intuit what it is. And, you know, and it's I just find it's just so fascinating. When you're holding all of this stuff, it's possible to rise to a higher vibration, which is what happened with me in Haiti, so that miracles are flowing on a regular basis. But I also like to clear a lot of these issues that are blocking the miracles because miracles are natural, they're normal. And when they're not flowing, it's because they're being blocked. And how are they being blocked? They're being blocked by negative thoughts, by old patterns. Past lives can also <laughs> come in and muck things up. I guess we get into a little bit of karma there. 
it's very possible to rise to a, bless you, <laughs> very possible to rise to a high enough vibration to be in the miracle zone. When you're in the miracle zone, miracles flow all the time. It's normal. It's natural. And that's really where I like to be. Yeah. Sounds like the place to be for sure. Yeah. I've been there on a couple of occasions. You know, I've manifested a few miracles myself, but I would like to be there more for sure. What you want to do is focus on being in a place of joy. I, it was really interesting. I In my news feed yesterday, which I'm trying not to tune into very often, there was a an article from the New York Times with a four-minute joy meditation. Get out. Wow. And it was good. I want to see that. It's so funny that you're even bringing this up because I would say for the past, at least the past two years, I get a lot of messages from spirit about do what makes you happy and find your joy. And in addition, they say, focus on yourself. Like I've just gotten a lot of messages about don't focus on the politics and the strife and whatever. Just focus on yourself. What can you do yourself to keep your energy higher, make yourself happy, feel more joy. So I've talked about it a couple of times last summer. I went into my garden because I had opened up the Bach flower remedy book and it said I needed honeysuckle. All right, maybe I should go talk to my honeysuckle plants because I have, it's all it. around this fence. It's so beautiful. So I went and I got this whole channeled message about joy and missing moments of joy. And that is the moments that matter, not some big event, but you know, those, all the little moments and they were telling me I was missing them. I needed to pay more attention. I thought, oh, that's a good message. Beautiful message. That's great that, you know, spend more time in joy. So I've been getting the message. <laughs> I have to spend more time there, not just get the message. But, but you know, it's really interesting. We have, you know, that tendency to slip because I did that little joy meditation yesterday. And you're basically going into what sparks my joy like pebbles in a rippling in a pond, when you toss a pebble in and it ripples out, then, you know, you allow whatever sparks your joy to flow in. And in that moment, I realized, you know, I haven't been joyful lately. You know, I, I kind of got into this project and the thing with this project, this 10 million for world peace, I got into the seriousness of it. And that's not where we're, I'm supposed to be. It's oh supposed to be lighthearted. It's supposed to be joyful. And I had totally lost my way. And it was like this little four minute meditation was like, thank you, bringing me right back. That's so beautiful. I love that. You know, because <laughs> it is easy. Our brain, they, I, I, I was shocked to hear this, but they said our brain is actually more comfortable in distress. Yeah. It likes the old fruit <laughs> of whatever yeah. was bothering us better than joy. I don't understand that. I think that's very that's weird. So ego. that's why we slip all the time. That's your ego. And so, like the person miracles will tell you that the ego's mantra is seek, but never find. So you'll find like one thing after another to kind of like, oh yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna help me. That's gonna change my life. And you just kind of do this like one path after another, whereas the answer is inside of you. The answer is that beautiful light inside of you where you connect with God, with source. And then you're happy, you're peaceful. And that was like my reminder yesterday, I gotta step back and let myself be guided. 
this is not all on me. Yeah, yeah. I can't do this myself. It's stressing yeah. me out. Yeah, and I have wonderful partners, but and wonderful volunteers like you. Oh, thank you. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that tendency to just, I have that tendency to take stuff on. It not me. I would never do that. (laughs) No, no. that that little four minute joy meditation was, yes. Well, I'll have to put that in the show notes too. Until, you know, start your thing in September. So right now, what are you looking for? What are you working on and looking for? Well, right now we are doing weekly meditations in our 10 million for world peace Facebook group on Sundays at 111 PM Eastern. Okay. Join us, join our Facebook group, join our website, get on our mailing list. We need more volunteers. Mm. The project is so exciting. I mean, it's so big, but look at the possibilities. You could be part world transformation. I know it's amazing. Basically what you're going to be doing is leading these meditations. They're only seven minutes long. They're once a week now, but starting September 1, leading up to September 21st, World Peace Day. So for those 21 days, you're going to do seven minute meditations and we're focused on world leaders moving for more peaceful actions and actions. Yes. Okay. The thing, because since minds are joined, when we focus and inclusively on them and it's not like, you know, we're going to control your mind. That'll no. never work. That will never work. Never work. But we're just blanketing them with love and peace. Right. Sending it to them. Sending so it that to they them. can experience. They can experience it. And I know for many, it's a novel experience. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the intention to be more loving, to be more collaborative. To look for solutions. Look for solutions. I love that because you have to be open to solutions and you can't, as Albert Einstein would say, you cannot use the same mindset that created the problem to create the solution. No, elevate them to a higher place through our blessing them with love and peace and the vision and elevating them to a place where they will see other solutions and want to move in them and drop their combativeness and aggression. Mm, just the, in a natural yeah. way, like it dawns on them. Yep. Hey, maybe I should just back off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? What a beautiful thing. Well, the other thing Nostradamus said, that through through the collaboration of minds joining, that in the after 2000, we could have a thousand years of peace. Oh, wow. Well, we better get on it. We've already got into 23 of them. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand years of peace would be a long time. You know, spiritually minded people talk a lot about how we're going from 3D to 5D, which opens us up to hold higher levels of energy and that. Not everybody is going there. No. Okay. But the idea is that when you hold higher energy, that peace is part of a higher energy. So I'll put it, I'll put that twist on it. And then there's just a lot of talk about ascension and what does that mean and if we moved into a period of greater peace that would be ascension in my mind it would be i mean think of what would be possible if money time and energy wasn't spent on war or defense yeah there would be so much available for everyone yes it would be wonderful 
And what I loved also with Nostradamus, going circling back around, yeah. he had all of these incredibly dire, horrible predictions. And, you know, going back, so many of them came true, but he said, this is not written in stone. Right. It's all changeable. And he's just expressing the end of what could happen, but does not need to happen. And that's what he tried to correct about his predictions by connecting with Dolores Cannon through her clients. And that's, I guess, what she put in her book. So I haven't read those books. Oh, I'm reading the first volume and it is amazing. Really wonderful. I highly recommend it. Oh, good. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to get that. If anyone listening today is interested, Marbeth would love to have a few more volunteers. You can use a lot of volunteers, but even if you don't want to volunteer, you can participate in the meditations that are weekly currently and the 21 Days for Peace that starts September 1st. And if you are listening to this podcast, I will have an update later. So you can always find more information at breatheloveandmagic.com. And I'll have something on there about that can direct you as well to find out more about 10 million for peace. Marbeth, what a joy. Thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your vision. It's so beautiful. I really am excited to support you. And I hope so many others will as well. Thank you so much, Ronnie. This has been fun as always. It, It has been fun. Are you tired of struggling with a big decision? You aren't sure which way to go or the best choice and it's wearing you down. You're tired of thinking and asking about it. Or maybe you just want confirmation about a choice you made to know you're headed in the right direction. That's why I created a special program for you called How to Ask the Universe for a Sign. It's a free audio and you'll learn exactly how to ask the question so you get a trustworthy, valid answer in 24 hours. Won't that be a huge relief? It sure has been for me, saving me hours of angst and worry. This simple method has worked so well, I'm happy to share it with you. Go to intuitiveedge.biz slash sign, I-N-T-U-I-T-I-V-E-E-D-G-E dot B as in boy, I, Z as in zebra, slash S-I-G-N. That's it. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode and share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic. Love and magic.